0: Good morning, Living Streams. My name is Ryan Romeo, and welcome to our second season of Daily Devotionals. We'll be posting one of these wherever you listen to podcasts every Monday through Saturday morning for the rest of September. Thank you for carving out this time of day as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time, you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. This season, we're focusing on emotional health as we work our way through the book of Philippians. Today we'll be hearing from one of our counselors at Living Streams, Karen North, as she leads us in a time of reflection and prayer. In Genesis chapter 2, the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. Right from the beginning of the story, we are told it is not good for us to live in isolation. And throughout the scriptures we see that the people of God are meant to be a community that does life together in harmony, unity. But there is also a dimension of the human experience that is solitary. There's a deep inner part of our souls that we share with no other person. So though it is good, meaningful, essential to connect our hearts, our thoughts, feelings with one another, we are neither able nor meant to share everything. The deepest parts of our souls are meant for a fellowship with God. A.W. Tozer puts it this way, We are strangers and pilgrims, and the journey we take is not on our feet, but in our hearts. We walk with God in the garden of our own soul, and who but God can walk there with us. This fellowship with God is often discovered through the experience of emptiness, loneliness, and isolation. For it is in these that God draws us to himself. While shopping recently, I came upon a woman and we were holding the same really cute top. And we looked at each other and smiled as if to say, right? She started a conversation with me and it went on for a little while. We shopped side-by-side, sharing our opinions about colors and styles, and I felt her need to connect. A little bit later, we were at the register together, and she resumed our chat. And as I left the store, I felt a tenderness for her as I sensed her loneliness, her longing for connection. I understood it. Loneliness is painful, empty. It can leave us feeling neither seen nor cared for. But what if these times that we all encounter are the very doorway to relating with the only one who sees, knows, and loves us completely? I realized my feelings of tenderness were a glimpse into God's heart, a taste of his tender concern for this woman. And I began to pray, to long with God that she would come to him. And I have not been able to forget her to stop praying for her. Another glimpse into how God does not forget His children, does not stop longing after them. In the Gospels, we see Jesus repeatedly going off by Himself to pray. Multiple times, in response to a variety of circumstances, Jesus chooses solitude, not community. In Luke chapter 5, after what was probably a couple of days of teaching to crowds and healing the sick, we're told Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. It is very curious to me that it is a lonely place that Jesus seeks out. Other translations use the word desolate and isolated. Why does Jesus go to a place that would most likely increase feelings of loneliness? Could it be that he knows that no one but his heavenly Father understands his need and he wants to eliminate every distraction? The Psalms are full of expressions of isolation and painful loneliness. In Psalm 142, David says, Look and see, there is no one at my right hand. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. David understands that this is a doorway. For after his lament in a pattern that is repeated throughout the Psalms, David turns to the one he believes is always listening. And he says, I cry to you, Lord. I say you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. What do you do in your loneliness? Do you turn to the God who hears? Or do you turn on the TV, put on music, or another podcast? Do you get busy and stay busy so that you never have to feel it? If that is what you do, you are missing the invitation to bring your heart to the one who sees, hears, and cares. Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed where else could he go to be understood to wrestle out his questions and his doubts where else can we go to be known and welcomed completely who understands the thoughts and feelings we can't even put into words there is just one and he wants us to come I often regularly set aside time to be alone with God. I have done this out of discipline and a longing for God and out of lament and emptiness. And He has answered me. And He has not answered. Out of lament have come some of the most profound encounters of my life. And other times there has been nothing. Silence at least for a while. But I've come to see in these times that He's deepening my hunger, deepening my sense of need and my faith. I cannot tell you that a lifelong habit of time set aside with God has decreased the amount of loneliness I feel. I have had seasons when it has been overwhelming. And even as I say this, I must also say I know community. I know friendship that is rich and connection that is intimate. But the loneliness keeps coming back. Does this say something about me? Am I unseen and unwanted? That is what the accuser wants me to think. Or is it simply part of the journey? The cue and call that God is drawing me to himself? Is your loneliness your emptiness, a cue and a call, that God is drawing you for himself, a sign that he wants with you a time of enjoying one another? What does this thought stir in you? Do you doubt that the creator of the universe wants one-on-one time with you? In chapter 2 of the book of Hosea, The Lord says to an unfaithful wife who represents the unfaithful Israel, Therefore, I am now going to allure her. I will lead her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. In our emptiness, our foolishness, our unfaithfulness, God invites us, allures us to a place alone with Him that He might speak words of love and hope friend do not miss this our tv shows our music podcasts our social media our good works and achievements will not fill us for we were made for him When something is important, we put it on our calendars. We want to be sure nothing intrudes on this event or activity. Why not put some time with God on your calendar? Something more than what is usual for you. Ask Him how you might spend time with Him. offer anything and everything he wants to hear.